You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Lockdown MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, Sully, every day on the Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB network of team of local experts. Subscribe to Lockdown MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. What is up, Cubs fans, and welcome to Lockdown Cubs. I'm your host, Joe Kilgallen. You could follow me on Twitter. That's at Joe Kilgallen. Give this podcast a follow as well. That's simply at Lockdown Cubs. All right, Cubs fans, there has been a lot to digest <laughs> since the trade deadline occurred. It was one week ago today. Today is Thursday, August 5th. Last Thursday, I found out the news driving home from Wrigley Field. I had gone to the Cubs game for the second consecutive day in a row. I went Wednesday, which turned out to be the final game for Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant. And then I went on Thursday thinking, all right, shout to Corey Furlong. Crap, I forgot your last name. (laughs) Sorry, dude. Uh, He gave me the tickets and then my younger sister, Colleen, the tickets for Wednesday night's game. So thanks to all the people who gave me free tickets. Anyhow, I... um, we find out before the game last week, last Thursday, that both Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo are not in the starting lineup. It was supposedly manager David Ross kind of said, ah, it's a scheduled day off, but I think he had higher orders from way above him, meaning the front office led by one Jed Hoyer, perhaps even the directive of Tom Ricketts, which I don't think he'd get involved to this degree, uh, Cubs owner Tom Ricketts. I don't think he would say, hey, don't start that guy, but it's pretty common sense that when a player is about to be traded or negotiations are in the works, you don't want to risk injury. You don't want to have the deal in place and be like, all right, so you'll give us that prospect. Awesome. Nice. And then you go, Hey, go tell the manager to pull him." And it's like, Oh, wait, he already tore his hamstring rounding second. And then they're like deal off. And you're like, ah, that just, they don't do it that way. So it was a real, it was a real sad thing though, because as a fan, I'm thinking maybe Rossi did this on purpose. Get a couple, get them in as pinch hitters. One huge, gigantic ovation to let them know that they were loved here and they will forever be legends in the city of Chicago for what they did, breaking a 108 year drought. I don't call it a curse; it was a drought. I don't believe in curses. You know, they were just not a well-run organization, and who knows if they're going to become one again? But let's try to focus here a little bit. And that moment was uh, denied. It was denied, and I really wish we would have gotten it because they would have gotten the loudest, craziest ovation anyone's ever heard, and at least that would have left a little bit of less of a sour taste in both their mouths and the mouths of the fans, right? Because I kind of remember I walked back to my car. I uh, got great parking. I I know the spots. You could DM me if you want to know some free parking spots around Wrigley that are pretty good. You got to walk a little bit, but within a mile walk, it's still pretty nice. I guess if you got little kids, you're like, ah, screw this, but it's, it's pretty legit. And I t- turn on the car, drive, it's the post game. Pat Hughes and what is his name? We're talking a little bit. And then it came across the wire that Anthony Rizzo had been traded to the New York Yankees. Then the next day, we find out Javi's gone, Kimbrell's gone, Marisnik's gone. And Chris Bryant was the last one right up against the deadline. The deadline was last Friday, 3 p.m. I'm sure if you haven't seen it yet, there's footage of Chris Bryant getting the phone call while he's in the Nationals Park. He's in the Cubs dugout in at Nationals Park. Gets the phone call. 
Cubs hitting coach uh, Anthony Iapoki. Apochi, I always screw up his last name. He was uh, the nearest guy. They both hugged, and you see, see Chris just start to break down. The tears just started coming. You know, because he didn't like being here, or so the narrative was. So the lie was that Chris Bryant didn't like being a Cub, didn't want to be here. He's a Boris guy. He was going to leave all along anyway. He was mad about the service time. So Chris is now, you know, he was he couldn't wait to get out of here. That was the propaganda train that was lying about Chris Bryant since 2015. I think they knew he was going to be too expensive one day and he is a Boris client and they started to get the wheels in motion churning to get the fan base to go against KB to make it. So they looked, they didn't look as bad, right? I'm sure they studied their history. They saw the disaster that was in the early nineties when Greg Maddox left to go to Atlanta over like what another million bucks or something like that. They couldn't pony up. And the repercussions that had. So they were probably thinking, you know what? I first started hearing the KB trade rumors in 2018. I don't know who started them, who spread them around. But that's when the fan base started to turn on him. I'm like, how, how are we turning on this guy? Rookie of the year, MVP, World Series champion. This is the guy we're going to start to turn on? Because he's because he's hurt this year? Got a banged up shoulder, took a fastball to the head? I don't know. I never understood how in 2018, like, no, well, look, look. He's, like, he's, he's not going to extend. That can extend with us, so we might as well get rid of him. Never bought into that, and he had every, and he even said last week he goes, "You could go back through every recording, everything that's ever written." I've loved being here. I don't know where this came from. I'm starting. This is my conspiracy theory, my Cubspiracy theory, that someone way up high in the in the upper upper tier of management, the up you know the the owners front office. I don't know. I want to, I don't think this is a Theo move and I don't think it's a Jed move, but it, but it reeks of some, some politics, you know, I don't, it's something about it that never sit well with me all of a sudden. And then they said he couldn't hit in the clutch, which evidence isn't true to that. I mean, yeah, there was a couple seasons there where I'm like, man, he really is not getting hits when there's a runner at second base and two outs when we need it, you know? But if you look at the course of any player's career, they have years like that. There, there's an argument from some people in sabermetrics that say that clutch isn't real. They say that it's just sample size. That's why, like Derek Jeter, everyone calls him like Mister the Modern Mister October and like such a clutch baseball player. His career batting average in the playoffs, I believe, is like three hundred two. His career batting average for his career, three hundred two. That's not clutch when it's the same. You're consistent. Congratulations, you're consistent. And he has the most playoff at-bats. He's got like 500 at-bats, which is close to a full season. So it's all about sample size. There are players who have clutch seasons, and then the very next year, they didn't have a clutch season. So you were clutch one year, but not clutch the next year? Or a lot of it's just timing and kind of fluky? I think people could choke. I think choking is more of a realistic thing. You ever see a really good basketball player shoots like 90% from the free throw line? And then he misses a couple big ones. That's choking. I always thought Clayton Kershaw choked. He knows it's October. All eyes are on him. He's getting a little sweaty. He's nervous. Can't grip the ball as well. Wasn't, maybe he wasn't cheating back then. Not that I don't, I don't think Kershaw's a cheater now. I think Kershaw's clean. But I, it's it's an argument. It's an argument to have whether or not clutch is a real thing or not. I like to think it is. I always thought I was a guy who roasts the occasion. We've got some great 16-inch softball stories. Oh, boy, do I. But sorry that I'm starting off by reminiscing about the horrors of last week, but I'm doing it because I think 
I need to start going back to focusing on Cubs baseball. I imagine this is what you listen to. I will not stop updating you on former Cubs. Sorry, I'm just not going to do that. These guys meant so much to the organization, so much to the fan base. I know some people are like, move on, forget it. I'm like, I'm not ready to. Sorry, I'm not ready to. At the end of the season, I will. But the rest of this season, it's not only like a reminder. It's not even just to say like we should have kept them. It's just to honor. It's an honor thing. Anthony Rizzo went deep yesterday, his first Yankee home run. He's now batting like 450 as a Yankee or 500 even, I think. Just great plate appearances. A first at bat, a 13-pinch walk, second at bat home run. He's got an RBI in each of his first six games as a Yankee. The first person to do that in the history of the Yankees, to have an RBI in their first six games playing in New York. Incredible. Three home runs in six games, too. And the defense has been phenomenal. He's picking balls out of the dirt, saving runs. Yankee fans are obsessed. The Talking Yanks podcast, which is like one of the most popular baseball podcasts out there, they're already printing out shirts that say extend them, number 48. It's weird that he's number 48 now. I'd like to get the story about why he chose 48. 44 is a cool number. That's Reggie Jackson's number, which is why he couldn't wear it in New York. Well, why 48? I thought it would have been really cool if he would chose 16. That way, every time he hit a home run and was rounding the bases, ownership has to look and be like, oh, we had that guy. Why were we so cheap? Speaking of which, I feel like I should – I'll get to that in the sec- second segment. But since I am trying to turn the page a little, and I, you know, I have to call it the bad stuff too. Have your bias today, 0 for 5 on Thursday, August 5th, five strikeouts. But yesterday, his second home run in a Mets uniform, opposite field shot and went Apo Taco, and he literally stole a run in a sense. He didn't steal home but there was a base hit to right field. He's rounding third. The ball beat him by an hour. There's still frame shots that were shared around Twitter in which there's like, here's when the catcher gets the ball. Javi is not even in the picture. Here's the catcher moving over. Oh, now Javi's coming in. Here's the catcher going for the tag. Oh, no, you don't. I'm Javier Baez. Swim move. Gets to the plate before he's tagged. Safe. Every replay shows safe. And Mets fans are like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yes, we we know this. This is even new to us as Cubs fans. We've seen Javi doing that. That's nothing. That's a Tuesday for Javi Baez. And then he follows it the next day going 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts. But that's the thing with Javi Baez. You take the good, you take the bad. That's how it goes. As we all know, dinner time can be chaotic. But with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off you. We're all trying to get in shape and eat right, you know, and Freshly can help. Their delicious meals are designed by nutritionists and cooked by chefs, making it easier to eat better. Stressed, tired, just don't feel like cooking? Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning, and you're all sweaty in the kitchen, and you're telling your kids, stay away from the stove, it's too hot, and then the dog is trying to beg for food, and you're like, can everyone please back up? Sit on the couch. I'll let you know when dinner's ready. You know, you ever have those? All the time, right? So right now, Freshly is offering listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Lockdown. So stop stressing about dinner and go to Freshly.com slash Lockdown for $40 off your first two orders. Mmm, Freshly's delicious. You're going to love it. Freshly.com slash Lockdown for $40 off those first two orders. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock on all the parts you're going to need. Save yourself the trip to the auto parts store with all the useless questions. 
jump on your computer or bust out that cell phone and go to rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So treat yourself, right? So here's what you want to do. You want to head on over to rockauto.com right now. Pause this podcast. Go over to the website and check out all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Again, you're going to want to check this out. Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, here's a big piece of news, everybody. This is pretty big. The Cubs are going, we went before commission today. I didn't get the, I don't know what the final results out yet. I'll let you know them. I'm checking as we go. To, for, they went to the Chicago Commission of Chicago Landmarks with plans for a two-story addition to Wrigley Field, which would house the team's sports book. A first look at the renderings here. The pictures look horrific. It looks really ugly. It's an ugly-looking addition on the Addison side of things, back where they said that Captain Morgan Club and some other stuff. And, you know, it's like the DraftKings Lounge occasion, uh, for, for a minute there. It looks like it's going to be even harder for people to get into the ballpark from the corner of Addison and Sheffield. It looks like they'll have to move the Billy Williams and Ron Santos statues. I don't know where they're going to move those. Maybe they're going to have like a whole statue thing up uh, along Clark and Addison there. You know, they have like Monument Park and Yankee Stadium. Maybe that's what the Cubs are going to do with all the statues, except for probably leave Harry Carey by the bleachers. That seems right to me, the corner of Sheffield and Waveland. I, I, it, it doesn't look nice and it's supposed to be a landmark and it's just, I don't know. It, it looks bad to me. Why do they want a sports book? Just create more of this. There's aren't there enough sports books around with to attach them to ballparks. It just seems like such a cluster to do that. They're really trying to just milk this Wrigley field cow for all that it's worth. How many more things does it need? How about you spend money on the team? How about that? That's a crazy idea, right? And I know some fans out there thinking, no, this is good. More revenue means more money for the team. Does it, though? Does it? Because I would have thought during the whole makeover that happened during this last seven-year window of what's supposed to be competitive Cubs baseball, right? 2015 to 2021, that's seven seasons that we were told that the revenue is going to be there. Wheelbarrows of cash, Crane Kenny famously said. It hasn't happened. You defiled Wrigley Field by putting advertising everywhere. It's the one ballpark that was distraction-free. You went there to watch the game. Were you distracted by some of the beautiful women? Sure. Were you distracted by the alcohol and the scenery? Yes. But it was. It wasn't. You weren't distracted by the whole idea of like, oh, kiss cam and oh, let's uh, play more trivia and hi, I'm Jake from. Over, I was going to say from State Farm. That's become so in everyone's head. But you ever go to some ballparks? where they, they cut to their big board. Brewers do it. Dodgers do it. Where they have someone with a microphone going, we're talking to Ann and Larry. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary. Where are you guys from? Well, we're from uh, Bartlett. Oh, they came in all the way from Bartlett. What'd you take? Irving Park Road past the airport? Oh, almost got stuck by that train. Huh? And, that, and it's it's boring. And then they do that loud meter at these parks. It's like, let's get louder. Come on, Cubs fans. You know, But they would do it. At, they, luckily, the Cubs didn't do that. You know, they've done everything they could. We were one of only three teams not to have a mascot. And I that's and I, I went along with it. 
I went along with all this stuff going, hey, we got to enter the 21st century. I like the big board. I like that they didn't do too cheesy with the kiss cam or any of that other stuff. Though if they want to hire someone to be the person who interviews people in the stands, you know, I could delete all those negative tweets I've had about you recently, Cubs. I could be that guy. But they didn't do that. And I, I always love that about us. And then, you know, I talked about the podcast and the podcast a couple of days ago, or maybe it was yesterday about like the Gallagher way and all this other stuff. And I'm like, can you just focus on the team? It seems like it'd be cheaper to just buy players instead of having all this nonstop construction. And, and here's what's going to happen. So they're going to have this new revenue stream, right? And I can already see people be like, oh, this is great. we got this new revenue stream and all this. And I already know Tom Merkis would be like, well, I mean, we can't, uh, we can't put the profit from the sports book into uh, the the on-field product just yet. I know I know this voice does not sound like Tom Ricketts at all. I can't remember how he sounds. He's more quiet. He's like, well, I talked to Jed, and Je- Jed's going to have full autonomy to do what needs to be done right. I don't. I got to work on my Tom Ricketts impression. I'm sorry, everyone. If you want to click off the podcast after that horrific impression, go for it. But let me finish. They're going to do that. They're going to do a whole thing where it's like, well, the profit from the sports book is not ready yet to go into the on-field product because, you know, you know, we went we went 3,000% over on the bathrooms. You know, Crane County said that the number one thing fans have been asking for is new men's bathrooms. Nobody's asked for that, by the way. Nobody. Every dude I know likes peeing in the giant sinks because it makes it quicker. You ever go to ballparks that only have urinals? It's a, a line forms where when you go to Wrigley, you don't want to miss any of the action. You walk in there, you're halfway unzipped before you, you're down that ramp, right? You get into the bathroom, you might be taking it out already. You make sure there's no kids around because you'd you be polite. But And then you're in there, you're peeing, right? Then you, you, you're throwing it back in. You're, you're half buttoned, half zipped up, going to that water, right? Wash the hands real quick, you know what I mean? Then you, you run back to your seat. And people are like, that was so quick. You're impressive. I'm like, I don't want to miss the action. That's how I am as a fan. But now if I have to go in this year, anyway, that's what they're going to do. They're going to change it all around and be like, all right, but maybe by 2030, we'll truly see the profits. And then I promise you, it'll get back into the ballpark. We'll be able to get Pat Hughes back after he left us for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm getting really dark with it. No, that will be the saddest day ever if Pat Hughes is not doing radio for the Cubs. I don't know. I just don't believe any of this. Any of this, we cut payroll by 60 million in this offseason. You know that, right? Cubs put, cut payroll by almost 60 million dollars. Payroll's around 150 million. Last year was right up against the luxury tax at 210. And and now I'm supposed to believe that they're going to take the savings from Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez and buy players. I'm already hearing that. No, oh, we're going to take a step back and we got to see. It's just, it's, there's a lot of anger right now, a lot. And it's going to it's gonna take time. They get, they're going to have to prove it. Every time they say anything, I'm just going to say prove it. Look, I love the Cubs, and we all do. Some of us are going through different things with this right now. I've never said bring back all three players, but I definitely think you need to honor. You, to not have one of them back, it's a slap in the face of the fans. It's a slap in the face to what those players accomplished. And, uh, and it, it's, it leaves a lot to be desired going forward in the trust factor. Happy news, Brennan Davis, who will be a Cub next year and probably be gone in about four or five years after that. Don't buy his jersey, everyone. Don't get attached. I think he's going to be amazing. I think he's going to be a perennial all-star. I really do, but don't get attached. That's how I'm going to be right now. They broke me, everybody. I was the glasses half-full Cubs fan, and they stomped on my heart. Both he and Ryan Jensen were both player and minor, minor league player and minor league pitcher of the month for the month of July. They were roommates during spring training, so... uh that's pretty cool, right? 
Ryan Jensen, uh, someone I've not talked about much, though, is having a really nice season. He is pitching at South Bend. He was a draft pick in 2019, the first pick by the Cubs in that 2019 draft. And it's showing a lot of upside. Upside. People are believing this is a guy. These fastballs getting in like ni- mid-90s, nasty breaking ball. Look, there's there are things to look forward to. There's a lot to look forward to. Uh, Manny Rodriguez is someone we could talk about. He uh, got his first major league save last night. He is hitting 100 miles an hour, and he's got like a kind of a closer's uh, uh, swagger to him a little bit. A big-shouldered guy goes out there, just kind of like looks like he has the the intensity to be a closer because we all know closers are a little nutty. They're they're a little uh, off the wall. They're bonkers, these closers. And uh, I mean, look at Craig Kimbrell. He looks like a garden gnome now. What is it about that White Sox uniform? You put it on someone, and immediately I'm thinking, right? You know, they just there's a look where it's like, yeah, you guys probably kissed his cousin. You know what I mean? Like, there's a look. Um, you know, if the Sox fans who tried to cancel me a few weeks ago are still listening this deep into podcasts, because it's it's been like three or four weeks now, Sox fans. I hope you're not mad at the uh, tweet that was taken way out of context. I was making fun of the type of fan who would make insulting jokes like that. And everyone's like, no, it's your joke. You wrote that joke. I'm like, I didn't write that <laughs> joke. Anyway, so if, if you're listening and you don't know about this, I know I've gotten a lot of new listeners lately, and I appreciate all of you. The White Sox fans got very mad at me. There was a whole Twitter exchange that happened at like one in the morning. A third person was involved with it, deleted their tweets, but they don't host a podcast and no one really cared. So you took, it's a three person conversation. You took one of the people out of it. The back and forth looked completely different and it made my tweet look worse. I then noticed people were taken out of context. I deleted that tweet, uh, even said, Hey, sorry for the people who was offended, even though that was not my intent. You know, I was more annoyed that people were confused and not letting me explain they did the whole, well, if you have to explain, it's not a funny joke, comedian. I'm like, I, it wasn't my joke. It was, we were we were exchanging bad stereotypical jokes that had been said about either team over the years, over the decades, actually. Anyhow, I'm bringing all this up to say that Lockdown Cubs, at the time of this podcast recording, it's about 4.30 on a Thursday. Sorry it's coming at you late. Everyone, I usually try to get it for your morning commute. Lockdown Cubs is the number 25th ranked baseball podcast in America, America, you know it, pretty big country, ranked 25th ahead of uh, Len Casper and the other dude's podcast that they do host the White Sox podcast together. Their podcast is usually ranked way higher. But yeah, ahead of a lot of Sox podcasts, including a few of them that were very upset and tried to take it down, try to take this podcast down. So goes to show you, Cubs fans, we got each other's backs. Uh, we go hard for each other. At that, that, don't take it that way. I didn't mean for it to sound like that. All right, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't send the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as your team's prep for the playoffs. Not our teams. Um, head to the website or your cell phone to sign up today and receive your get this, get this. You guys listening? You guys listening to this? Fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's big. That's very big. 
So bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Yeah, when you, if you get a chance, everyone, check out the pictures of what's going to be the Cubs sportsbook. I, I just found out Jesse Rogers of ESPN 1000 tweeted out that the city of Chicago has approved so the Cubs can go forward with their plans of building a really heinous looking. Hopefully they fix this up. You know, sometimes the early uh, renditions uh, are way different than what it ends up being. You guys ever see that TV show Entourage? Remember when the Aquaman suit they first showed when the main character was going to play Aquaman looked really, really bad, but then they're like, it's not going to look like that. They're going to fix it. You know, I'm hoping they fix this up because it's, it's going to happen now. I can't, nothing I can do about it. They're going to have a sports book attached to Wrigley field, which is fine. You know what I mean? It'd be, I guess that's something they're hoping is going to generate revenue for them year round. I have a friend who's a GM of one of the bars in Wrigleyville, and I've got other friends who work around those bars. And in the winter, it's kind of a ghost land. And when the Cubs aren't good, it becomes kind of a ghost land. You know, people might still go to the games, but they get out of that neighborhood right afterwards. So it'll be, if that's something that people are like, all right, let's, on a cold December evening or January, they're like, let's go watch some college football at the Wrigley Field Sportsbook and play some bets on some games. And they got the ponies going and, uh, well, there going to be horse racing then. I oh, actually, there are in California. You see those races. And, you know, we'll do that. Then then that's cool. Who, who am I to say that's a bad thing? Uh, it's just the timing of it looks bad, doesn't it? Less than a week after you deal away your three franchise players, you're going to tell me because um, you couldn't extend any of them, the money just wasn't there or the right money wasn't there or they wanted too much or we valued them less than they valued themselves. Whatever the reason to hear that you're getting a sports book less than a week later, just it doesn't sit right. It just, it really doesn't. And the Cubs farm system is ranked number eight right now by Fangraphs. I haven't seen the latest ranking from other ones. I do like Fangraphs the most. I always feel like Baseball America is kind of the one that everyone thinks of right away, but I don't like their rankings. I haven't for almost a decade now. There's been plenty of times where they've had someone as can't miss, and trust me, they missed. So you really want to get a, a broader view, check a few different sources, you know, read the actual evaluations about what the upside is for some of these players. Cause some of these players have really high ceilings, meaning if, if everything goes right, we're talking easily an all-star and, and then you'll hear the term high floor, a high floor means at worst, they're a major leaguer that you could play every day that could win you some games here or there at war. You know what I mean? So there's some guys that are like a high floor guy. Nick Madrigal is considered a high floor guy. He was drafted in 2018, same round, first round, same draft as Nico Horner. Very high contact bat. He's one of the highest contact bats in all of the game. He will not strike. He'll hardly strikes out. It's, it's rare, you know, and in, in this game, it, that helps, and the Cubs need that, but they also still need power. So I hope they don't turn into a bunch of singles hitters. You know, Anthony Rizzo in that lineup would have looked real nice. Rizzo, Madrigal, Nico, because those are three of batter. You could have let off uh, – Nick Madrigal had Nico bat second, Rizzo third. You have three guys in a row who do not strike out. But you need some of those guys back in the order too. You know, I've been on record saying I like Nico batting sixth even because when you had Javi striking out with a runner on third and less than two outs, you got someone who could come up afterwards and put the ball in play and get that run home with the sacrifice flyer, ground ball to the other side. So, you know, lineup construction is, a bit, is big. Lineup diversity is big. I don't want us to go from a team that struck out too much to a team that doesn't hit enough home runs because home runs are still a big part of this game, especially come playoff time. Every team that wins the World Series is usually the team that hits the most home runs because it's hard to string together 
a lot of hits against the pitching you face in the playoffs. These are usually the best pitchers in the game that are on these teams. If you're facing the Dodgers, you're going to want to hit some home runs because it's hard to string together multiple hits against Kershaw, Scherzer. Um, well, Bauer won't be, I don't think at least. Who knows what's going on with uh, Bauer? But uh, Walker Bueller was the third name I was going to say. So, yeah, you know, you got to have balance and diversity and all that. So it's interesting looking at the Cubs lineup currently and who could, you know, I mentioned the first base. Patrick Wisdom could easily start at first base for the Cubs next year. Tony Andraki had a really good tweet today. He works for Marquee Network, writes for them, and and covers, you know, he's a reporter. He said that if uh, Patrick Wisdom, the pace he's on right now for a full season would be 49 home runs. It's a lot of power and about 209 strikeouts, I believe I read. He's slugging. He's hitting the ball well. I like what I'm seeing out of Patrick Wisdom. Plays a great third base. I'm almost thinking, why not keep him at third, especially if Nico's going to be your shortstop, which I don't love. I like Nico a lot. I love his bat. I love his defense at second base. Shortstop, he probably comes out to average, maybe a little over, but maybe even a little under. That's the thing about it. That's You're, you're not really sure. The thing that's annoying me lately, though, by the way, Justin Steele should be up next week. He pitched another phenomenal performance for the Iowa Cubs yesterday. So if he's not in the rotation, his next turn, I don't know what they're doing. Because that's what I was going to have a little bit of a complaint about. They're having a lot of people who aren't super young in their lineup. Why isn't um, have wisdom at third? If you're I'm mean, at Duffy's not starting every day. I don't know why. Maybe he's still not 100%. I still feel like he should be in left field. Ha, you know, we don't we know what we're getting out of Jason Hayward. Okay, so I don't really feel like we need to even start him all the time because I it's it's just a waste at this point. Wisdom should be starting every day, but I this Revis kid at AAA has been on fire. So what more does he need to do to get a call up? You know, the hitter they got from Oakland in the Chafin deal has been on fire too. So I, it just makes no sense to just let these guys sit at AAA Iowa. We're not competing for anything right now. Bring them up. Let's give them a look. That's what I'm hoping to see these next few weeks. All right, Cubs fans. Uh, I'm going to be out of town next week for a few days. So I'm hoping I'm going to record a couple podcasts this weekend to load them out for you. So don't expect podcast pods. Oh, excuse me. It was a weird little sound there. Do not expect podcasts that are going to be like instant game recaps unfortunately, because again, I'm going out of town and, um, but I'll have some cool stuff. I'll have some really cool stuff for you. Some fun stories and, uh, and yeah, some things to look forward to. Maybe we'll go over those to free agents. Maybe we'll be optimistic again. I don't know. Sorry if I've been a little bit of a downer lately. It's just, uh, the annoyance level I'm at right now, but I appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. You all are the best. And as always go Cubs. Locked on bets, everybody. Betting on the NBA, MLB, or NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts.